mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Last hour, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive with us. Larry Unger answering phones. And, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Wayne, you're up, sir. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Good. Uh, John, last week I called you and told you about an opportunity I had to buy a 2012 Suburban. Right. I was having a new engine installed. With the 6-liter. Well, the engine, yeah, the engine came in, and they'll have it done. I can take delivery next the end of next week. Okay. Um, I've been doing a little bit of research, and it seems like that 6.0 is a pretty thirsty engine. It's very is there thirsty. I can do to, yeah, well, I expect it to be. It's a big V8. Uh, but is there anything I can do to improve upon that, let it breathe a little better? Nope. No. They're a 14 to 15 mile to the gallon vehicle or engine, I should say. You know, Loaded, unloaded, doesn't matter. It, okay. You know, so free boiling exhaust won't help. Right. No, no. nothing's really going to help there. Driving it easy, um, and I speak from experience. Uh, my in-laws were able; they had the same thing in theirs. They were actually able to get sixteen to eighteen. Um, of course, that's, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah, but they they you know drove it easy and stuff like that. I mean, they weren't like me. You know, right? No, not have a, Yeah, I'm going to go half, half throttle all that's the time. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> they they don't they weren't in a hurry for anything. You know, me, I want to get there. What size so, of vehicle was it in? Though? It was in a it was a Yukon XL. On the XL, okay. yeah. Uh huh. So it was the suburban. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I'll just have to bite the bullet on that. It can't be. Well, I've had Suburbans before, but it was an old one with a 5.7, and that one uh, with the free flow exhaust and the cool air consistently gave me 70 to 18. You right. won't get that with uh, the 6 liter, unfortunately. Yeah. And even even yeah, our 5.3 Suburban. The 5.3s were a little bit better. Um, we can get 15 to 16 right. on on the on our 5.3s. but that's... And I still have some 6 liters in the fleet, Wayne, So and I drove one for you know a number of years, and that's just what they get. I accept that. How about a tuner? I've been told, not necessarily a plug-in tuner, but a custom tune. I've been told that sometimes when you do the engine swaps, you have to tune to increase the injectors. Um, that, and that was the question I was asking you last week, is I, I don't see everything from the 5.3 bolting directly up to the 6-liter without doing what you're talking about. I guess you'll know once you get it and how it runs and so on, but there, it's not the same tune. Something has to change there. Yeah. Now is this right, a, is right. this a th- apparently did this apparently the shop that is doing the swap has done dozens of them and they're they're big fans of the six liter and they seem to they told him that they were well versed on doing that swap so I'm guessing that will be addressed. Oh, well, guessing. if they've done them, then they've got to be doing something. Yeah, and did they do it because the other engine was bad or? Yeah, it it had a, a failure. Two of the cylinders went out and yeah, they're. 
to, they just don't like the the field management system that was in those five threes. Well, that's what so I was going to. They gonna... recommended that he put a regular six liter in. Okay. Yeah, yeah regular six liter, deleting the uh, active fuel management. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's what I would recommend. That was my that was where I was going with that because that's what I've done on mine too. I've, there's just a plug and play thing that right. I've got plugged into mine that just deletes that. So keep that from happening. So is that a over the counter product that yeah. I can buy and install myself, it's, or something that I should assume that they're going to take care should of? Should be. They should I, be doing. I, it I for would. You. I would ask them and make sure that that is is done because that active fuel management is probably the the weakest point on that. It is any of the GMVs. It's the highest maintenance point on that right, vehicle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And um, maybe yeah. weak's not the right way to say it, but if you don't maintain them properly, they're an issue. Yeah. And, Best way to say it. And even so, those even then sometimes just are an issue. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, as I understand, the shop was going to um, delete that okay. part of the program. Yeah, so, because all they um, have to do if they're putting a six-liter in that's rebuilt is just not put those that system in and then delete it from the software. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how will I know if that has been done correctly? I would just ask them. And there's, a, there's a, what is it, a screen on there that gives you – v8 or v or four cylinder basically uh, on what you're running as you're driving down the road and basically you would just be looking to see that it's always on v8 so if you're at a cruise okay. situation it goes to four cylinder if you're uh, you know trying to accelerate or anything it says eight cylinder so that once that's deleted it'll just be eight cylinder all the time and that's on your screen okay. your odometer and that's menu, menu driven Yes, uh-huh, yeah. To find it, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. To Not to it. set it, but to find it, Right, yes. yeah, to find right. it, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, right. it sounds Perfect, like... Guys. Yeah, let's know how it goes. Yeah. I'll let you know. Thank All right. You. Thanks, Thanks, Wayne. Wayne. No, appreciate it very much. Uh, Dave and Loveland, you're next. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, yes, good afternoon, uh, John and Ken. I have just a quick question about when it gets... I have a Chevy Colorado 2020, okay. and... The winter before, everything was fine, but this winter, I did get a chip, and it did spread, and I'm finding, like, when it gets below, like, zero degrees, I'm scraping from the inside. Could that be the problem? No. Oh, really? Like, it's freezing on the inside? Yeah, I'm scraping the window from the inside. No, there's something else wrong, because that's a laminated windshield. If Kent from right. Novus Autoglass up in Sterling was still with us, that's a laminated windshield. Nothing's coming through that, even if it's cracked. Nothing's going to get inside of the the inside of the windshield itself. The outside glass is what's cracked, not the inside, right. and there's no way okay. for moisture to come through. If it's, got, if it's frosting up on the inside, it's got a defroster issue it's not switching to that is, is it blowing out of the defroster correctly dave as far as i know it is yeah because i have to wait you know I, i'm parked outside so right. i have to wait like five ten minutes for it to okay. for me to there's condensation to coming in that cab yeah. some other way i yeah. mean is it is it got a lot of water in the floor mats or anything along those lines when that's happening yeah um that I don't really pay attention to because I, it's so early in the morning. I mean, we've had a sure. lot more, as you, well, as you guys all know, we've had snow literally every single week with the exception of last week for, well, since New Year's Eve, we've had snow literally every week. So the buildup inside of the car and if the carpet even gets a little wet. And that's the other thing. Does it have tray-type liner floor mats in it or does it just have the regular carpeted floor mats? 
I, I got the weather text. Okay, so if you have weather text, yeah, just make sure those things are dry because they they can hold quite they can hold quite a bit of water. Yeah, I mean, and just lift them up and yeah. feel the carpet underneath. Make sure it's not wet. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ken, you know me. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I was gonna say we we're, we're seeing so. you next week. I think. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. Friday. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing Friday. it's con- condensation from something like that. Yeah. I mean, I get the windshield replaced anyways, Dave, but that's not the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just curious because I've never had that happen before, and it's just right. Yeah, it, it makes a heck of a morning just oh, sure. to do that. <laughs> you bet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there shouldn't be anything yeah. on the inside. No. So yeah, that's no. Okay. Ken and I both own those, so yeah. no. When and Dave bought his in January of twenty. Okay. Yeah. Was that is that yeah. right, Dave? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And um, yeah. So yep. So you've had it no. For a you'll be able now. to look at it. And yeah. Oh yeah. You'll see it. And, Easy. Yep. Okay. Sure. Well. No. I appreciate the help. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Dave. No, appreciate yeah, it. Thank thanks. you very much. Appreciate it. We'll see go, you Friday. Got a little Colorado <laughs> club going here. So. Well, he's that's his ZR2 also. Oh, so there so, are yeah. ZR2 he's, club. He's got a blue one. Yep. Yeah. So there you yep. go. So a blue and two whites. Yep. That's All right. It. George, you're up, sir. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How are you today? Good. Good. You? Uh, hopefully my voice holds out. I've been, my, we're in, we're in full allergy season now. Oh, not good. <laughs> Yeah, if Mother Nature would do something about the pollen, I'd be happy. That'd be nice. Uh, hey, um, I, I want to comment on a prior show. Um, uh, John, in the past, you and I've heard others comment about, you know, you, you guys will get on your pedestal a bit about, you know, about trucks, about trucks not being in the left lane. And I want to comment here on something. Uh, uh, for the last 25 years, I've split my time between Denver and Salt Lake, both living and, and traveling back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the Salt Lake Metroplex, from the south end to the north end is about 110 miles. And I, I think most people don't realize just how big it is. Um, but a good portion of that, about 65 or 70 miles, is six lanes plus an HOV lane. Nice. And, and in that area, well, yeah, but in that area where it's like that, where it's six lanes plus an HOV, and it all changes between five and six lanes, um, vehicles over 12,000 pounds. Or vehicles towing trailers are prohibited in the left lane or the HOV lane. Okay. Now, the common sense thing would be, that's great. Sounds great. Yes and no. Here's the problem. You have five lanes of bumper-to-bumper traffic because you've got all the slow-moving RVs, all the slow trucks, all the slow cars pulling trailers, and all the general slow cars. Uh, I I just got back yesterday morning, and uh, Thursday afternoon in the middle of rush well before rush hour even started i had a 40 mile drive to get on us6 to head back down to i-70 and the hov lane's doing 80 miles an hour the left lane's doing 75 to 80 and the speed limit on that whole stretch is 70 uh but you've got five lanes going between 55 and 70 miles an hour and the highway patrol if they're out they enforce so hardcore on that left lane violation that, I mean, you can't, you don't even think about getting over there because, it, and the problem is, is it took 97 minutes for me to go from exit 304 to exit 257 um, because of being tied up in all that traffic because all you're doing in order to get through there, if you're in a faster vehicle that can't use that left lane, all you're doing is constantly weaving through traffic, changing lanes, jumping around. And it, it actually creates, to me, I think it creates a heck of a lot more congestion than it resolves. But one thing you notice as you get farther south, when it drops down to 
four lanes plus the HOV lane, they do away with that restriction. And I, I actually talked to a, uh, I used to, when I lived there, I had a neighbor that was a highway patrolman. He said that they found that in the areas where it's only four lanes, by letting everybody use all four lanes, traffic generally flows better. And he said that in, as much as they have to enforce that, he said there are times where they feel the pain of the vehicles who can't use it if they, you know, if somebody has a faster vehicle. And he says, you know, he says, as much as I'd like to cut them a slack, he says, we can't. So, yeah, well, it's, you know, it, we don't have that here, and I don't think we ever will. No, and, and, and probably for a good reason. Like I said, I've been going back and forth. It, it's a, I, I leave one day, come home the next day. I've been doing it for now for the last seven months. And I, I kind of joke I'm going to change my, my uh, mail back to Salt Lake because I spent so much time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's it's just something I've noticed there. And uh, Last summer I was spending a lot of time in St. Louis, and they're the same way. Um, but they don't seem to enforce it quite as strictly. Um, but, you know, what I've noticed in all the years I've had to deal with it, it, it really doesn't seem to, I, I mean, maybe it, you, people think it does, but from what I've noticed, it doesn't really seem to make a difference as to how traffic flows. I, and I can't, I, I'm not I'm not a Salt Lake guy, so I have no clue. I have to use your, you know, well, like use the, your judgment, I and, guess. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense that they, they, they should have lanes with certain speeds, you know, if you're a truck. Well, well you know, trailer, the, the simple fix in Salt Lake know. is during rush hour, let everybody use every lane except the HOV lane. And they could do that. They could even time it yeah. just like they do down, you know, Santa Fe with being able to use the HOV lane only in certain times of the day. Otherwise, it's it's free to, you know, whoever wants to use it. And, yeah. again, there, there's multiple ways around that. They just got to think past what they're doing. My, my beef here in town, and I, I'll stay on it. It's not a pedestal. It's just a simple fact that in this town, especially in town, the stinking trucks get in the left lane and either one of two things. They're either driving faster then they should be a full load, you know, rock truck, by the way, driving 80 miles an hour in the left lane is too fast. I don't care what anybody says. It's too fast. I'm in that world. I'm in that industry. It's too fast to be driving that stinking truck that in that lane, especially weaving around, you know, construction and in, in I-70 and all of that. It's just too stinking fast. And then and if they're not doing that, they're slowing traffic down because that's how fast you have to drive in that left lane to keep up with traffic. So bottom line, they shouldn't be there, period. Well, one of the things that I've noticed in recent months going through there is even if you're going with the flow of traffic is you get the people who don't want, you know, here a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was doing it just, I was cutting through going across town. I, you know, our office is in East Denver, almost to Aurora. Mm-hmm. And I had to pick up the trailer. I was taking without a course. And so I'm just tractor only just racing across town and, I'm keeping up with the flow of traffic. There's two car lanes in front, car lengths in front of me. And we're doing 75 miles an hour, and that's not fast enough. And I've got some idiot that's behind me, you know, flashing his lights, wants me to move, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to move. He comes around me and realizes that I'm going the speed I'm going because my other option is to start pushing cars out of my way. Right. And instead of using his brain and saying, oh, you know what? yeah, this guy was in the right, what he was doing. No, instead, puts the window down, swerves over in front of me, brake checks me, and flips me off. Now, that's an idiot. Yeah. 
Sorry, that guy's yeah, well, And again, and, and, and I don't. And by the way, since, you know, tractor trailers, you know, tractor only, no trailer, keeping up with traffic. I I have no issues with that side of the fence whatsoever. My issue is again, my biggest issue is that the biggest culprits of this, by the way, is not a regular semi, you know, driver with a you know forty forty eight foot you know box trailer behind him or a reefer or whatever, or even a flatbed. The big the biggest offenders of this, I'll be honest with you, the guys moving rock in town. And, and I don't yeah. want to go down yeah. the, the uh, ethnicity of who these particular individuals are, but I will be hard-pressed to believe most of them have the current licensing things that they should have. And, again, it's, it's kind of like the expired tag thing. Nobody wants to pull them over to check. Well, you, if you remember, you know, years ago when the T-Rex project was happening, uh, when they, you know, did that huge widening project on yep. 25, uh, well, that was a that was a big gripe then, and there were quite a few of the dirt haulers back then who said, "Hey, why isn't State Patrol checking you know some of these guys?" Right, because there were some of the companies who had lost out on the bid. That's right. Who looked at the companies that got the job? That's right. And I I'm, I'm like, I hear you. I mean, you're you're 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Yeah, and I'm, I'm seeing yeah. it today. I mean, it's happening happening as we speak right now. Most likely driving down I seventy I twenty five, even coming down from the mountains. And, and again, I'm I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just being honest. I guarantee you, in most cases, they don't want to pull these guys over because they know how much red tape it's going to be. And these guys know that, and they get by with things that even you'll never get by with. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <clears throat> well, and I sure won't get by with as a commercial operator. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Well, and of course, then there's the things that. Uh, Ma and Pa Kettle and their million-dollar RV get away with. That yeah, don't get me started on that away. one. That's a whole nother. Co- that's an hour conversation by itself. What, don't class, get me started class there. Class A's are just like yeah. driving a two-door. Don't get me started. It's a coupe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I, I, I actually had a talk with my state legislator later one day about this, why they, the when you're coming down Genesee, it says vehicles over 26,000 pounds, GBW Must use lower gear. Well, or, or restricted to 45. That's right. And I said, so why is Ma, I said, why in my semi empty do I have to do 45 when Ma and Pa Kettle yeah. and their million dollar Prevo drive RV 80. that weighs 55,000 pounds right. empty, yeah. I said, can come down the hill at 65 miles per hour right. or higher. Yeah. I agree with you. With, or higher. With, yeah. with no and, special and, and, training. That's with right. No, you are. You and, are hitting right. a nerve with me on and, that one. That, and a that lot, one needs fixed yeah, too. But a lot it, less brakes. It's not going to get yeah. fixed. Sorry, there's not going to be anything about it. That one's never yeah. getting fixed. And, and, and she just, she looked at me and, and she didn't understand of course not. what I was saying to her. Right. Um, that's another and, conversation and, for during the week. You'd be surprised yeah. at what legislators <laughs> actually know. That's a whole other conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me well, started. The thing is, is I asked, I asked I asked a state trooper one day the same question, and his response to me was, "Well, we don't know what these vehicles weigh." Oh, baloney! That's a that's a cop out. <laughs> yeah, 30, that's crap. A thirty thirty two foot motor home. Uh, come on, they do too. That's garbage. Yeah, it's no yeah. less than this that's amount. Right. And by the way, yeah. that that's that's doing a disservice to all of the other high quality right, state patrolmen exactly. that are out there that actually would be able to answer well, that question. And I know some of them, so that's a garbage answer. Yeah. That's well, and here's here's the thing: is I I have a friend who's a retired Colorado State Trooper. Uh, he's a retired captain, and I asked him. I brought that up to him, and he says. He says he's wrong, but he's right in that they don't get special training. Right. He says the average trooper don't get special training on the RVs. Right. He says now the motor carrier guys do. That's different. I get it. But 
eases at the same time, he says there is enforcement that, you know, he says we almost have to coddle yeah. the RVers. Yeah, I agree. Well, I got to run. I'm sorry. I'm up against a break. Sam and Centennial, hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim, is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive, and we're behind on break, so we'll take a, a quick 
a moment here. Somebody texted in. Question on a 6L90 transmission. They're now being used in GM pickups. Hearing that the torque converter is a weak point for them. Is this really the truth or is it just a group of people out there trash-talking them? I keep reading that they need to be replaced with a billet converter in order to get any life out of them. Is this true? Um, yeah, there has been some issues with that particular transmission. Yes, the fix is to put a billet converter. Do you need to just run out and do it tomorrow for fear that your transmission would go bad? I wouldn't. Uh, to me, that's one of those things where you just keep servicing it, watch what it's doing, and so on. And that's a flush unit i would not just do a drain and fill i would flush that particular yep. unit out and that's when i would do about every thirty thousand miles mm -hmm. if it were me knowing some of these other issues that that we've run into but yes that is a weak point in that particular transmission would i change it tomorrow no but would i watch it yes yeah exactly is that the right yeah, way to answer yeah, that yeah i mean it, it's like just anything else you know if you service it maintain it do the best you can i mean uh, yeah, I wouldn't just run out and I would, put yeah. a four thousand dollar transmission. I'm not that. In, I'm not that guy. So, yeah, right. sorry, I'm just exactly. not that guy. But anyways, you do whatever you think you need to. Gary in Denver, you're up, sir. Hello, yeah. Gary. Um, yeah, I've I've got an an O3 GMC Sierra, uh, twenty five hundred four by four, and uh, every time I tap the brakes, it drives like a Cadillac. But when every time I put the brakes on it it feels like a like a death wobble okay and i've replaced the rotors all four of them and they, they all actually didn't look all that bad and i'm still have it and so i got underneath there a little looked a little a little more yesterday and i've got the upper ball joint seems to be moving just a little bit um yeah and the only way to <laughs> check those is to put a jack underneath the very outer end of the control arm jack it up and then check both upper and lower ball joints to see, because you got to do it loaded and, and then check upper and lower ball joints if you're getting some wobble with it just sitting on the ground they're most likely really loose yeah yeah well no i i did have it jacked up okay. off the ground and i moved my my tire back and forth okay. you know and, uh, and i just get if you, if you can see it if you can see it move without even using a pry bar to get it to move it's really loose yeah yeah well i know i use the pry bar okay to move it a little bit okay I mean, and, if it's uh, that loose, yeah, they're bad, and that's probably where some of that's coming from. Yeah, and if it's only when you hit the brakes, I mean, were the hub surfaces and all that stuff clean? I mean, there was no rust on them, as far as you could tell. Uh, there was some. There was some rust on the hubs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but and and the, and the old rotors and stuff had some rust on them. But yeah. the, um, did they clean all that off? All the way well, actually, I put all new rotors on, and yeah, but did and, you clean and, the surface uh, of the hub? Did you clean yeah. the face of the hub? Uh. Um, well, not really. No, I okay. didn't. You need to. Was was there a lot of like, I mean, scaling. noticeable? Yeah, like scaling. Like you could see the rust. Uh, to no, where no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad at all. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. I would so, still clean it. I don't. Yeah. It's probably more ball joint than it is that, but I would still clean that that face. You're gonna have a part to do the ball joints. Go ahead and clean right. it. Right. Yeah. And just make sure that face, right. that face surfaces. And on that one, also so, check check the idler arm and pitman arm on those. That was a very common problem on those trucks, also. Yeah. So I definitely do the upper. If I'm doing upper, get do them lower all. And, and what? Do them all. Okay. Yep. And, and on those, I think it's still easiest just to do control arms, if I'm not mistaken. On the tops, the okay. bottoms you can replace if you want yeah. to, but the uppers yeah. just buy the whole control arm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you have any uh, suspension shops here in Southeast Denver that you recommend? 
Ken can do that. Yeah, we should be able to do that. Yep. Okay. And we're in Aurora. We're, uh, yeah, East Aurora. So 225 and Colfax. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's right there. So, All yeah, right. they can do it. In the name of that, in, in the name of that shop again? Tech Automotive. Okay, Tech. Yep. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, I appreciate your help. You bet. You Thank bet. you, Gary. Appreciate yeah, it very you. much. You're I'll very go. welcome. So, oh. yeah, Ken, give me your phone number real quick, too, yeah, while you're at it. It's 303-364-3391. All right, and we'll be right back, guys. We're going to take a quick break, come back, get things lined back out. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck. We can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop! 
Learn how to lower your total interest cost. 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. And where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Myself, Ken Rackley. John in Loveland, you're next, sir. Yes, sir. I'm calling about uh, a buddy of mine that has uh, been notified on the postcard for his vehicle registration that an emissions test will be required. Okay. Uh, He is also thinking about selling the vehicle. Is there a time element that one inspection can suffice for both? No. If he re-registers, it's only good for that time. If he gets the emission test and then and then sells it, he can sell it w- without re-registering it, then he can, uh, it's good for six months. So if he sells it within the next six months without re-registering it, then it's good to go for the next person. I see. Okay, but he doesn't uh, dare drive it around without uh, incurring the risk of getting... <laughs> How soon is he planning on selling it, John? Yeah. That I don't know. Um He's laid up with cancer, and I'm trying to iron this out sure. for him. But, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, I don't know what the time and, is. And when does it actually expire? Because they're probably sending him this now. He might, you know, in other words, April. is there a three-sticker or a four-sticker or a five-sticker on the on the vehicle? Because cause you get 30 days grace after that number. So if it's a four, you get to the end of May. Right, and... And, like, they usually send out the renewals two weeks before they're due. So if he's due in April and he just got his renewal, then, then, then he's yeah. probably then he's got till the end of May, most likely. Yeah. I see. So Which, right. if, he, if there's enough time here, he may not need to do anything. Just sell it. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. I'll pass that on. You Thank bet. You no, much. you're very welcome. Yeah, no sense in spending money for something, you know. Hey. Exactly. No, yeah, don't spend any money you don't have to yeah. on that. That's That's how I see it yeah so. it, yeah if you can sell it before he has to re-register it then much better exactly so yeah i, I i'm one where i don't i don't want people spending any more money than they they have to there's just there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to do that so yeah. uh lines open 303-477-5600 again 303-477-5600 uh give us a call we'll get you right on a couple of you have emailed uh questions in as well i've been answering some of those so if you're listening to the radio check your text messages and you can get back with us. Some of you, it was easier to text back and forth than for us to actually answer things on air, which, you know, by the way, I get. And something else to make note of, you can always text us. I get these things even in the middle of the week. Hmm. That's fine. You can always text us a question. Not a problem. We'll get those answered for you. And usually I can get those responded. If you're listening today, by the way, or you're listening to us on Sunday, to today's program on Saturday, but it's Sunday, same deal. You can text us. I'll get those answered for you as quickly as I can. You know, just keep in mind on a Sunday there's, you know, home other, projects and other, other things. things going yeah, on. a few other yeah. things at times I'm doing. So if it takes a little bit to get back to you, you'll know why. But I, I, it's not that I'm ignoring or anything along those lines, but I will get you answered, you know, as quickly as I can. And I appreciate all the text messages. So please just keep texting us. And, again, we'll get those answered as we can. And sometimes I'll even just send people directly to folks like Ken and just make it easy that way. So if that's the case, you know, you'll, you'll just know. You'll know that way. So, Dave and Centennial, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Hello, Dave. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. No, you're all right. Uh, Go ahead. John. John. Uh, 
quick question. This is sort of off the wall. I've watched a lot of the episodes of the uh, bitching rides where they go in and they just restore a vehicle all the way down to every minute detail. Is there, if you're familiar with that, is there any way of finding out how much? Because some of these re- restorations look like they're costing, could got to be costing two three hundred thousand dollars to sure. do that much of the you go all the way down on you know frame off you know you do a re, or they call them rotisserie restorations even things like that if, if you're going all the way down to you know body off frame all that your minimum of a hundred grand plus now i will also tell you that i know a little bit about some of the reality show end of things and so on and they make a lot of that look really easy and it's a piece of cake and well they get it done in an hour yeah sure i they mean do. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. <laughs> um i will yeah. tell you that i've watched a lot i don't by the way i don't watch a lot of those shows because a lot of them drive me nuts because i look at some of the things that they're doing and even some of the quality of what's being done on camera and i'm just like sorry that's that's just that's never going to fly i mean that vehicle even when it's finished is never going to be correct the way they're doing it they make it look really good on tv and you read all these stories on the backside where folks get those vehicles and actually do go through some of these things we're talking about and know they're not right and they've got major problems much like the house flips kind of the same deal there dave these things look really good on camera but they don't come out near as well but to your point to go through a complete vehicle restoration today you might as well budget 150 yeah yeah i i I would even i mean some of these that you see on there and these people do it's king 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 dig uh, automotive out of Salt Lake, but they they've got people analyzing and doing everything. So it's I've seen the rest of Riches and all the rest of those, but it was just one of those. But yeah, uh, you never could find out what it actually cost. But these these have to be two or three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, mean, in some cases, got, I mean, you you take well, a car that goes to paint. Oh yeah, you know, I mean the paint the paint alone can be fifty grand. Dave. Shortening bumpers, uh, I yep. mean, just yep. yeah. Yeah, there's everything. Everything is at a cost, and yep. you know it just depends on how much somebody wants to put into that. Yeah, the yeah. other thing I will Absolutely. tell you really quick too, though a lot of folks don't realize is even though a lot of these guys make it look glamorous and it is and it's fun and so on, you'd be surprised what some of these guys' actual net profit is at the end of the year. The only thing they're making money on is Discovery Channel or History Channel or whoever's putting that thing together. The actual money is not coming out of the shop; it's coming out of the TV deal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's... Uh, and that's very well known, by the way. Well, and, and that's what you just mentioned, John, about the fix and flips, the two, the brothers, the twins, the yep. two, that stuff. I mean, uh, if anybody with two cents of intelligence looks at some of that stuff and goes, you've got to be kidding me, you're going to spend $200,000 remodeling the main level and not do anything about the upstairs or the downstairs, and you're going, you've got to be crazy. Right. So. Now, yeah. and not, by the way, I'm not saying, and I don't know this particular shop that you're talking about, so I don't want to say right. anything bad, because there's some really, really good builders out there. Chip Foos, by the way, being one of them, kind of started even the whole TV thing back in the day, and I'm guessing he looks at it much the same way I do today, looking at some of the knuckleheads that are actually in it doing it, and, and probably shakes his head. So I'm not saying that they're all bad, and these guys might be really, really good. I can tell you from looking at some of the images on their website, which I'm looking at right now, yeah, the, these are not a hundred thousand dollar restores. Hmm. These okay. are more than that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's where way I'm more from. Way more. You know, they've got they've got all these guys with gray hair, and uh, you know, I want my dream car. This, that. And yep. And, else. and and you know what? Some of these guys with a boatload of money will. will I mean, I oh, watched them God. go through Bear Jackson and bring two, three hundred grand. I mean, it's just you know, custom Broncos bringing one fifty. I mean, the prices are just ridiculous. Well, right. I've never seen so many guys with their daughters at the Meekum Auto Show buying cars for them. It was just amazing. I know. It's incredible. I don't know where the money comes from, Dave. It's just ridiculous. Good show, guys. Thank you, Dave. No, appreciate it very much. Go ahead, Ken. You know, in a a lot of cases, if you're looking for a specific vehicle, you're you're better off in a lot of cases buying one that's already done and then just fixing what you don't like about it. Oh, you'll save money. Oh, big time. Tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, because they've already put that into it. Oh, no, you're correct. And then they can't get that much back out of it. You are 100% correct. So something that costs 150 to do might be lucky to get 100 for it. Or 75. Or or 75, right, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Tom in Denver, you're next, sir. You're exactly right, Ken. Go ahead, Tom. How you doing? I uh, had a question. I'm trying to help a friend of mine get a car to pass admissions. Sure. And uh, it's a 95 uh, little three-cylinder Geo Metro. I'm sorry. Uh, the one-liter engine. I'm saying sorry because good luck. Uh, it's a 95. That, that's and a car it, they want off the road. Yeah. Good luck. Huh. Well, boy, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, what's it failing time, on, Tom? Uh, hydrocarbons and uh, the oxide and nitrogen. Oh, yep. Yeah, uh, so both. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, we we uh, pulled the codes. It's an OBD one, of course. We pulled the codes, and it flashes the twelve, which is supposed to be normal, like everything's okay. And there's no check engine light on, although it works right. okay. No, they were just yeah. dirty. Those three cylinders were yeah. dirtier. You know. So I, so real quick, the only way I would know to do this one would be to go put as much ethanol in it as you can and have it run on E85. And you got to be careful because it's hard on all the systems and so on. It's not meant to run on that, but it will make it run cleaner. Do you, do you yeah, know what, what I figured? What was the co? What was the co reading on that? The co was within limits. It was, uh, I think, it was six point six, maybe. That's okay. high. I forget. That's that's Wait higher there. than it should be. I wonder if we have a cat issue. It could be if too. everything is. You know, but if you do, yeah. that car's not worth spending any money on. So it, uh, it, you're right. Cat's you going to cost you a thousand it bucks. By, yeah, by what I'm saying, it, or, it yeah. ain't worth doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Although while I've been working on it, I've had two people ask me if I wanted to sell it because the price <laughs> of gas is high. Yeah. So it's a cheap car to run. I get yeah, it. But, just won't pass so, uh, emissions. Yeah. And, I mean, and I'm not joking. When it comes to the cat, I mean, you'll spend thousand bucks minimum just putting a cat in it. That's more yeah, than the car's worth. Thank you. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah. I mean, there's just I wouldn't want to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I just thought maybe I had some idea. I was thinking maybe the oxygen sensor was going bad. I doubt or, it. it. It might have a code for it, but um, the CO is usually going to be affected more so for that. But with that CO being six, you know, six plus or whatever, and those other two being high, sounds like there's no reduction going on from the cat. But there could be other issues too because that was a dirty engine anyway that's right so and being a 95 i don't know anybody that works on those <laughs> yeah, i don't even know i can't send you yeah. anywhere on that yeah yeah well, i try to do what i can by myself but yeah uh, i don't know um and like i say it runs fine but uh yeah mm-hmm. gotta find out some way to get expensive emissions so right. i would i would you know just by what you're describing i would tend to think probably a cat issue but i you know, really probably right, and that would be a so guess. I put a cat on it two years ago. Well, and, uh, that was a run inexpensive run. cat back then. And they're much higher now. They're, well, they're there's a requirement in Colorado; they have to be see, they have to be a California compliant cat now. Exactly. So, 
That's all I need. Well, okay, I guess there's not much I can do. About it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Tom, thanks. No, appreciate it. Steve, hang tight. We're going to take our last break. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto and Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck. 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve in the Carter Springs, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Good, sir. Good, Steve. Uh, just a quick backtrack to favorite station wagon ever. When I was a kid, my dad had a 64 Impala wagon 
wire wheels, 327 hypo, black or excuse me, blue metallic, and love that car. We had a lot of great times in it, and then he turns around later on without even talking to me and sells it for like 300 bucks back oh, in the man. 70s. I'm like, oh, Dad, how could you do that? Anyway, the reason I called was is I've never seen this before in the last 40 years of driving in multiple cars, but the chairman's uh, C300, it got a, like a three-penny nail in the right rear up through the sidewall, but it didn't penetrate into the tread or anything. So anyway, took it out. Everything's fine, but of course, a lot of these guys just want to sell four new tires, and I wanted your thoughts on that. It's This has been like maybe two weeks ago. It seems to hold pressure, no issues, no sidewall damage that you would know of, but what are your thoughts on that? If it damaged the sidewall, it's pretty tough to not replace at least that tire, and then the problem you've got is now you've got to match everything else. Yeah. Well, that was my thought, replace that one tire, because the other tires all have like 730 seconds or better to go. But I just thought I'd get your thoughts on that. What kind of vehicle is it on? It's an MBC 300, 2018. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. You know, it's... Have, you, know, you know Ben's, they have different size tires mm-hmm. in the rear and front. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I would... I'd at least seven. put the matching pair on. Which front which one rears, had the nail yeah. front or rear? I can't remember what you said. It's the right rear, but yeah. I'd at least put know, two uh, rears on it. I think two. Yeah, I think you'd be two safe rears? with two. Yeah, I'd yeah. put two rears on it for sure. Yeah. What about the one rear and wait till the other ones get down below seven thirty seconds to like three thirty seconds? No. I'd put two on it. Yeah. Okay. And just to keep that spinning in the same. Yep. Because you come with twelve, so you've got that much of a difference basically on your tread height so your circumference changes that much and just puts a little added wear on the differential appreciate your insights as ever gentlemen you bet thank you thank you steve as always appreciate it all right i think we've got uh, actually sportsman colorado live out at the uh, sportsman's expo scott are you there man what's up John, we are here. How are you, sir? We're doing great. Sounds like it's a uh, exciting event there already. Man, I'm telling you what. It started Thursday. We opened the doors at noon, and there was a jam-packed line, and I can't tell you how good it was to see not only the amount of people, but then just to get to see people in their faces yeah. once again. awesome. And it has been awesome. And, um, you know, it's just been a great, great show. So we've been here Thursday, Friday, noon to 7. Today we will be here till 6. Tomorrow, 10 to 4. Uh, a lot of great seminars are going on on the fishing side as well as the hunting side. A lot of our great sponsors are here, which we'll hear from shortly here in our next segment. But uh, it is a great show, and it is great for the family. And I'm telling you, I don't know about you, Kevin. And Kevin Flesh is with me here real quick. But, Kevin, a lot of families here. Oh, Man, my gosh. What a great awesome. family event. Absolutely. Oh, it's wow. really cool to see the young families with strollers and young kids going through and, nice. and everything else. That's that's the future. So Keeping it's, it going, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Been, Really exciting. Okay, so exciting so real days. quick, guys, what can folks expect to see? I mean, I know we got like car guys, but they're outdoorsmen, hunter, fishermen, all that. What can they expect to see besides you guys there? Well, what else what? is there to see but yeah. us guys? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, we, no, I tell you, they, of course, you got a lot of outfitters and things here. Also, uh, Randy Carancy is here. You've heard of e-bike of Colorado. Yeah. They are here doing their e-bikes. But you've got a lot of gear. Um, you've got. Um, 
you know, man, you've got some great Phoenix weaponry courses here. Right. Uh, so, and you've got some dog training things going on over on the side. We've got our venture theater. And they and the ISC goes to great extent to really get good seminar speakers uh, to nice. teach you about, you know, maybe turkey calling uh, and, and turkey hunting or elk hunting. And Nate Zielinski's here. Uh, Chad Lachance is here on the fishing side. Uh, you know, Terry Wickstrom, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is here. Terry's hosting the other theater over there, which does a great job. Been doing it for many years. So, man, if you want to sit and just sit in on a seminar to help your next adventure in the outdoors be more successful, that's what those seminars are all are about. Cool. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation is here. There's things with Colorado Parks and Wildlife for the kids. And uh, John Kirk is with us, which is the communications director. And, uh, John, a couple minutes. First of all, thanks for being here, and thanks for letting us be here. My pleasure. Thank you. So, That's John, awesome. man, it's been, a, it's been a journey to get here this year, but, man, we're glad we're here. Well, it uh, today proves that it worked, it, it, that people, like you say, are ready to get outdoors, ready to get together. Um, and the energy, is, you know, it's been horrible for the last couple of years for everybody. Right. right? In so many ways. And... Uh, this this is this is life affirming. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, we appreciate awesome. you letting us yeah. be a part no, of it. No, no, I'm glad you Thank called. You. This is great. Glad you're on, and uh, your best of luck to you guys. And and they just folks do they need to go. Is there any registration on the front side? They just show up at the door. How do they do that, Scott? All right, they can get tickets down there. But I tell you what, I've got a pair of tickets. If someone wants to come, now here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to text me. Okay. Seven two zero two zero one eighty five eighty five. And I can leave a pair of tickets at will call if you would like to come this evening or Sunday. I will leave you a pair of passes down there, compliments of Drive Radio. And uh, we appreciate the few minutes. But come on down. It's That's a awesome. lot of fun. Get to see a lot of people and a lot of cool stuff. That's awesome. Scott, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a great time. Right. And, uh, again, folks, if you want some tickets, text 720-201-8585. And Scott will make sure you got a couple of tickets to get in, which thank you, Sportsman of Colorado, for for doing that and you know uh, ken it's nice uh, you know you can hear in the background right. all of what's going on so nice exactly. to see all of that finally finally getting yeah. back to normal yep exactly been, it's been far too long oh wow well, yeah. oh yeah somebody exactly. called earlier too on the geo metro oh really i think a buck it was a buck that called in uh, or was it uh i can't remember the name sorry Char- I, uh, larry told me i'm i'm uh, uh, yeah I, I slept since then <laughs> mac mac thank you mac thank you and Max said, there's a few things you can do with that car. Take it down to auction. Find somebody who doesn't live in an emissions area. Or, or last but not least, there's always that crusher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's worth its weight, which it doesn't Sorry. weigh much. It doesn't weigh so, a whole lot. No, yeah, no. Exactly. Um, yeah, I know we're making fun. But, you know, really, folks, that I and this is the downside to the emissions program. Or in some cases, some might think the plus side. But. The downside is it is their goal to take those type of vehicles off the road. Right. That's what it's there for, and that's what they're trying to do. And that car isn't – there's just not much available for it. I mean, it there's just – there wasn't a lot of demand for that's it. Right. It was just the bare-bones right. car that's exactly at right. the time. So, All yeah. right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, Sportsman of Colorado down at the convention center right now. Stop by and see them and say hi. Larry Unger answering phones today. Charlie Unger – or Charlie Unger. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, thank you so much. Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive out at Colfax and 225. Give your number out one more time, Ken. Yeah, 303-364-3391. All right, folks, that's it. Have a great rest of your weekend. It's beautiful outside. Get out and enjoy it. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.